Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Friday, March 10th. It is seven minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Before we begin the show today, Rob, there was a Tony Katz sighting here in the studio. Isn't that weird? Um... I don't like it when he's here. <laughs> Why? Does he mess with your space? Throws me off. Yeah. You don't expect to see him and then he's there. Well, here's the biggest problem. The seat is warm. Uh-huh. Oh. And then I'm reminded all show that, that, Tony, that his behind was right there. That not only is Tony Katz in the building, mm-hmm. but his butt is the same place <laughs> my butt was. And now that I think about it, I'm just going to have to switch seats. And I would also like to point out how diverse you are this morning. Uh, Kevin is out sick today. Yes. And Kylan is producing. So look at you working with two women. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Well, we've said this for uh, a long time now on this show. I No one mm-hmm. appreciates diversity and equity and inclusion like me. I mean, let's lay it out here real quick. Because, okay. you know, I get accused of being all the things, right? right? But when you really, really get to the truth, which mm-hmm. is what we do here, no one, and I mean no one, embraces diversity, equity, inclusion more than me. I mean, let's think about it. My wife is Hispanic. Mm-hmm. My best friend is black. Yeah. And today I'm working with two women. Two women. I mean, I think I'm checking all the boxes. You are. Of diversity, equity, and inclusion. You are. Check, check, check. And thank you, Kylan, for coming in today. We appreciate you. <laughs> My pleasure. Now, don't mess up. Okay, it's eight minutes after nine, and let's get going here with the House Republicans. They kicked off an investigation this week into the origins of COVID-19. They issued letters to the current and former administration officials. They were looking for documents and testimony as well. The Republican chairman of the House Oversight Committee and the subcommittee requested information from lots of people, including bobblehead Dr. Fauci. They're looking into the hypothesis surrounding that uh, the coronavirus leaked accidentally from the Chinese lab. Those letters were sent out on Monday. They don't, however, require the cooperation of any of the recipients. Well, so this is the thing, right? It's easy to lie when someone is facilitating the lie for you, right? So Fauci, it was easy for him the last several years to just blatantly not tell the truth or manipulate the truth or give a half-truth, and I, I think at various times... All of those things have taken place because the committee chairs, the committee heads in both the House and the Senate were run by Democrats. So, yeah, you might get a Rand Paul or you might get, you know, a Jim Jordan or someone like that who may ask you some hard questions. But for those of you who aren't aware, there's only a select amount of time they have to ask said questions. Mm -hmm. They don't have the subpoena power and so all, you know, these guys, look, they're trained bullcrappers. He can bullcrap his way through and extend an answer or duck and dodge or whatever. And then the time is up and we're on to the next person. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there was no actual threat. I think there is somewhat of an actual threat. Not that something will happen to him, because I don't think the Republicans have the the cojones to actually do something about Dr. Fauci. But I think there is a threat that he may actually to some level get held to account now that the Republicans in the House control the committee chairmanships. A lot of this is coming down to that gain of function and the former CDC director, who was asked a lot of questions earlier this week, said that uh, it's not worth the risk. 
during the House's hearing. And he also went on to say that uh, he thinks it's probably the greatest risk the world has ever seen having all of this gain of function, which, of course, Fauci has been responsible for. So Fauci, I guess he got asked about this, and he said, I will would be mm-hmm. willing, potentially, to go in front of Jim Jordan, go in front of the Republicans. He was on with Cavuto. By the way, Cavuto, I don't know what happened to him. I used to kind of enjoy him. He's awful as an interviewer. He stinks. Why? What What, what do you mean? He's just weak. Like, he's just, there's no pressing. Soft, softball there's no, questions. The fact that Fauci's on there with him. Like, mm-hmm. is Fauci going on with Tucker Carlson? <laughs> no. I, no, of course not, right? Because you're going to get asked hard questions. It's why, remember the other day when the psycho state rep from Seymour was like, I'll tell you why I gave myself that million and a half dollars in raises for me and my colleagues, but I won't tell you. I'll tell Hammer. I mean, oh, this, right. Remember that? Right. Remember when he was the House? Because of, he doesn't want to be asked he, by you. Right. You know, the House of Representatives gave themselves a million and a half dollars in raises. We politely asked on social media if the state rep from Seymour, uh, Jim Lucas, would explain why he did that. And he said, well, I'll explain it. But I'll do but it I, to Hammer. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Uh-huh. Uh, and so... He was on with Fauci. Fauci was on with Cavuto, and it was a typical Cavuto interview. But he did say, and let's take a listen, that he w- he would be willing to go on, uh, appear with Jim Jordan and the Republicans. Oh, if, if, if Congressman Jordan wants you to testify before his committee, would you? Of course I would, Neil. I told you that before. I'd be more than happy to testify before the committee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course I would, Neil. Play it all your favorite hits. It's Dr. Fauci. Dr. <laughs> Fauci. <laughs> he said that he was not involved in deciding who would be involved in a call. He took with a group of virologists to discuss the possibility that the virus was engineered. And I think this is one of those accidental moments where he's denying that he put Dr. Redfield out of the loop on the discussions. But during his answer, he says that there was a possibility the virus was engineered. I think it's one of those situations Uh where he didn't mean to say what he said. Uh Because he's been saying, no, 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 this came from a bat. This wasn't engineered. No, no, no. And then when he's talking about this, Uh he said, well, there's a possibility that the virus was engineered. You know, Neil, I really feel badly about that because I I know Bob a long time. He is totally and unequivocally incorrect in what he's saying that I excluded him. I had nothing to do with who would be on that call. That call was organized by a group of evolutionary virologists in order to discuss the possibility that this might actually be a virus that was actually engineered. There it is. The possibility. So he said half the people who were present on the call believe the origin of the pandemic might have been a lab leak. So why is he excluding people? Well, Casey, he didn't know, want, he didn't know, want Dr. Redfield on that call. You know, I've tried to turn over a new leaf in my life. And mm-hmm. I've one of the things I've tried to do is not use as many um, exaggerated names to describe people. So I will just simply say, maybe he wasn't all that interested in people who 
didn't wholeheartedly agree with him <laughs> or wouldn't provide a similar narrative mm. to have access to information. Right. He didn't he didn't want somebody who's not going to toe the line on the phone call. Hey, sidebar, yes. when it comes to the coronavirus, uh-huh. three different variants were discovered in New York City's rat population. Oh, wow. So that's nice. We have rats in our biggest city who are transmitting the virus. Okay, Casey, when we come back, Biden said something yesterday, and I'm going to need you to help me with this, Mm -hmm. because he said he's lowering your home energy bills, Mm -hmm. and as someone who pays an energy bill, I do not feel... Like my like home energy lowered. bill has been lowered. All right, we're going to hear from the president coming up on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Nineteen minutes after nine, it's Kendall and Casey on ninety-three WIBC. Very thematic with the bumper music there, Kylan, Devo, and Whip It, and that leads us into what is trending, and it is Joe Biden. He said, "We brought down inflation seven months in a row. Huh? We're gonna whip it, and that's would bring us to down to everyday cost. How much do things cost? It's not just whether inflation. We brought down inflation seven months in a row. We're gonna whip it. Yeah, we're gonna whip it. We're gonna whip what? it good." Way, 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 way. Right. Wait, no, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Inflation is up six and a half percent from a year ago. Mm-hmm. He's I been mean, bringing it down seven months in a row, Rob. That's what he just told you. That means that stuff is six and a half percent more expensive than it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. How could he say he's bringing inflation down? If stuff is six and a half percent more, the, you know what this is, Casey. This is what Joe Hogsett does when he talks about the crime in Indianapolis. So you have a record crime year, record year over year after year after year, mm-hmm. and the one year that you don't hit the record, it's, it's coming down. It's still high. Yeah, like compared to say six years ago, there's still way more people dying in the streets than there were six years ago or seven years ago. But because it's off the ridiculous record crime wave Mm -hmm. you say crime is going down this is the same thing right yeah inflation is still out of control but because well hey brother it's not 10 percent anymore (laughs) it's coming down yeah inflation was at 1.4 percent when he took office now it's at 6.4 percent today but he's whipping it it's down off its record high of 9.9 percent casey later on we're going to talk we're going to get into this how people in public office can just lie to you directly to your face with with i mean this is serial killer level type narcissism and sociopathic behavior Mm -hmm. these people can lie to you and they don't care at all no if he keeps telling you the lie over and over again maybe eventually you'll either believe it or just give up. Yeah, like like I'm I'm totally convinced if you hooked OJ up to a lie detector today, OJ could beat a lie detector that says he didn't do it because he told himself he didn't do it so many times mm-hmm. that he genuinely believes he didn't do it. I wonder if this is the same thing. Yeah. These people lie. I mean, they and they do it at all levels. I mean, later on in the program, we're gonna get to the meeting I went to last night. I mean, these people I mean, there is something really, really wrong with these people. It's not a lie if you believe it. (laughs) Also trending this hour, Gene Hackman. 
pictures of him have come out. He's been rather reclusive, 93 years old. He was seen for the first time in years. Have you seen the yes, pictures I of have. him? Yes, I have. And he doesn't look bad for 93, Casey. No. I would take that if they were like, Rob, this will be you at 93. Mm-hmm. I would say, one, I will have made it to 93, mm-hmm. which means the rest of this world would get 54 years more of enjoying <laughs> what I have to offer. And two, yeah. he appears to be highly functioning. Mm-hmm. He's out and about. Mm-hmm. He's doing things. I'm totally in on that. Finally trending, Jennifer Lopez. She's announced her ninth studio album. Oh. It's going to be called This Is Me uh-huh. Now. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to drop this summer. Apparently, she wanted to release the new album when it's hot. Oh. Most likely because it has some dance tracks on there. You she uh, wants people to, you used to dance work, to in the heat. Well, you used to work in the music, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever work in a station that played, played her music? Jennifer Lopez? Absolutely. Um, were people clamoring? Like, as much as I don't agree with it or think it's weird or whatever, people clamor for Taylor Swift albums. Mm-hmm. Teenage and women in their 20s need to feel better about their own failed relationships, and so they need the Taylor Swift albums. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, I do not, I don't think it's, I don't understand it, but but I get it. People clamor for Taylor Swift. Are people clamoring mm-hmm. for a Jennifer Lopez album? Are people sitting around going, I, I need another Jennifer Lopez when album? When is it coming yes. out? I can't wait. Yes. I will tell you when she had Jenny from the Block yes. out. It was uh, a staple. On that was the top- 20 years ago. Right. It was a staple on the top 40 radio stations, yes. played constantly. It was not one of the songs that was requested a lot, though. Mm-hmm. It, you didn't get a lot of phone calls. Play, for- play Jenny from the Block. Force play, fed. play. It was just, it was one of those songs that you played, mm-hmm. but people weren't calling yeah. all the time sure. for it. I, I have all long thought she is a force-fed creation, and I, it feels like maybe you have confirmed that to me with this conversation. Okay, let's talk about this uh, budget. Joe Biden's political priorities. They were on display with his budget. Mentions fentanyl twice. Uh-huh. The word queer seven times. Wow. He unveiled his new budget. And, of course, there's going to be this battle with the House GOP. But uh, the word equity uh-huh. was mentioned 63 times in the document. So fentanyl got two. Mm-hmm. Equity got 63. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And queer got seven. Wow. That seems about right. Though, the border Casey. was mentioned 30 times. So equity beat border two to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Opioid was mentioned four times. Uh-huh. And the word transgender appeared eight times. So transgender. Transgender, opioid. Beat fentanyl and opioid. Yeah. And queer all beat fentanyl. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Okay, so. (laughs) This is our government. (laughs) He says he's lowering your home energy bills. Oh, is he? That's what he says. I I don't know. Back how you, to more gaslighting from the president. Well, I uh, I knew I, I was able to get a meeting with the former president. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would be able to get a meeting with this president. But if anyone knows, if there's someone in the Indiana Democrat Party who knows how to do that, please let me know. I would like to show him my energy bill mm-hmm. and for him to explain um, how my energy, energy bill is going down because it seems to be going up. All right, well, let's take a listen to how he's lowering your home energy bills. That's why I took the most aggressive action ever in all of history in any country to take on the climate crisis by lowering your home energy bills. Mm-hmm. 
Electricity is up 11.9%. How did he do that? How did he lower my energy? I, 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 for once, everyone's like, Rob Kendall is such a sarcastic ass, and he is so mean, and blah, blah, blah. So I am asking, mm-hmm. I'm putting on my Kurt Darling hat, how, how, who we will hear from in just a second, and I'm asking in a professional way, why is my energy bill going up if my energy costs are going down? Doesn't add up, does it? I'm really at a loss for words, Casey. Electricity up 11.9%. Fuel is up 27.7%. Natural gas up 26.7%. But yet, he's lowering your home energy bills. Congratulations. By the way, his budget Uh clocking in at $6.8 trillion. Uh, Okay, so when we come back, Mm -hmm. there was a big old hearing yesterday in Washington, D.C. involving the the weaponization of the government Mm -hmm. against individuals, and this all came out of the Twitter files, and man, it got wild Mm -hmm. yesterday. Yeah, we're going to hear that coming up from 93 WIBC. 931, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Are you interested in reading a book? Now, Casey, you know I don't read books. You read the internet? I read the internet. Mm-hmm. A I lot do not of read internet. books. Well, Ron DeSantis's book sales are adding to his national recognition. He sold more copies of his memoir in the first week it hit shelves than those released by Barack Obama, Donald Trump, Mike Pence. Okay, so the Obama the, the Obama and Pence do not surprise me because one with Obama, look, I mean, I just don't think the I don't think the left is oftentimes intellectually curious enough to be passionate about something that isn't hate. Okay, so I just said a lot of words there, and when I'm, I'll clear, allow me to clarify, when it's a book about. Well, Trump is a scandalous a-hole, and Trump was bribing this, and Trump was sleeping with that, and blah, blah, blah. They might buy that because it involves hate and rage and loathing, and that's how those people get off. That's what they spend their time. That is the left, right? So they might buy that Bob Woodward book Mm -hmm. that is dumping on Trump. But they're not going to buy a book, especially at this point, of Obama because, hey, I'm really intellectually curious or I want to know more about public policy or blah, blah, blah. People aren't buying Mike Pence's book because nobody cares about Mike Pence. (laughs) Mike Pence is boring. He's disinteresting. He hasn't accomplished anything in his really his entire life in public office. We have asked this question time and again. We've opened the hotline up. Nobody can call. Other than sending other people's kids to fight and die in an ill-begotten war and running up deficits almost every single year he was in Congress, what is the signature accomplishment of Mike Pence as a congressman Mm -hmm. or governor? So what's he going to put in a book that anybody wants to read? I mean, I remember, like, as governor when he embarrassed our state in front of the nation when they adopted RIFRA and then unadopted RIFRA. I remember when he tried to do a state sanctioned news agency just in. I remember all those things. There is no signature accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Other than if Mike Pence is going to dish dirt on Trump, why would you care? There's nothing about Mike Pence's actual life and accomplishments that is interesting enough to to read read. about. 
to so, even fill the pages so of a book. you're catching a theme, right? People are not going to buy these books of these people because they're not all that interesting. Mm -hmm. There's not all that much to them. However, DeSantis mm -hmm. is writing a book about himself and his accomplishments, and people want to read it because he's interesting and has a lot of accomplishments. Okay, so he sold 94,284 copies of The Courage to Be Free, Florida's Blueprint for America's Revival, in seven days. It was published on February 28th, and Obama's book was The Audacity of Hope, uh -huh. and that only sold 66,000 copies yeah. in its first week. So you've got DeSantis, who had the number one book, Barack Obama, who had the second book, Mike Pence, who you just talked about, was fourth. Trump was sixth. Yeah. I'm surprised by that, that more people didn't buy the Trump book. If nothing else, because it had Trump's face on it yeah. and all of his gear and swag seems to fly off the shelf. Here's the thing with Trump, though, Casey, and we've talked about this. It is how can I miss you if you won't go mm. away? Yeah. And Trump never goes away <laughs> and i think everybody knows the trump book is going to be a self-promoting self-aggrandizing puff piece on himself right mm -hmm. i mean that is all the trump stuff he's always doing that uh, unless you're just a trump super fan haven't you kind of read it and haven't you kind of seen it yeah i mean this is not where trump dishes all on his time in the white house as far as i know it just, it just, it doesn't, I don't think the Trump books move people outside of people who are actually Trump people because it's kind of always the same thing. Okay, so DeSantis's book is the blueprint for what he is laying out, which could be a potential presidential candidate platform. He claims how he governed the Sunshine State should be applied nationwide to all the other states. He's currently on this book tour. He was just in California at the Ronald Reagan Library. Now he's moving on to Iowa and Nevada, both early primary contest states. Coincidence? You think that's a big coinky dink? No. No, he's running. Yeah. He's running. And he, we're, we're using the disguise of a book tour. Let's get to what happened on Capitol Hill yesterday mm -hmm. because this got crazy. Okay, so House Democrats and Republicans that were sparring over Twitter and the request for Twitter to review certain posts, and they called in Matt Taibbi. He was the guy who he broke wrote the, all the Twitter files. Yeah, the Musk gave him the mm -hmm. info. The, I think it was the original Twitter dump. Now, he's given it to a bunch of people. Now, they've done all sorts of Twitter files. I think this guy was the guy who got the original mm -hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. And Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan, who's the chairman of the committee, charged that the government built a cozy relationship with big tech. And then he cited the platform's decision to block the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop. And he said the information op was run on us, run on we the people. And if that's not the weaponization of the government, I don't know what is. So Democrats, of course, are saying that all of the emails and everything from the Twitter files were cherry-picked. And then the Democrats were calling Matt Taibbi and even Barry Wise so-called journalists. And some of the people on the committee didn't even know who these reporters were. Yeah, so we're going to play a little back and forth. I believe the woman that he is going at it with is a woman by the name of Sylvia Garcia. Mm -hmm. She is a U.S. rep from Texas. And 
listen to the disdain from these people. Take a, take, take a, take a gander. Yes, and I refer to that person as a source. So you're not going to tell us when Musk first approached you? Again, Congressman, so when you're asking me to, yes you're no. asking your journalist to reveal so a source. So then you consider Mr. Musk to be the direct source of all this? No, now you're you're trying to get me to say that he is the source. I, 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 well, I just can't answer your question. Well, he is or he isn't. If you're telling me you can't answer because it's your source, well, then that the only logical conclusion is that he is, in fact, your source. Well, you're free to conclude that. Well, sir, I just don't understand. You can't have it both ways, but let's move on. Cause well, no, he can. He's a journalist. No, he can't because either Musk is the source and he can't talk about it, or Musk is not the source. And if Musk is not the source, then he can discuss No one has yielded. The gentlelady's out of order. You don't get to see. She's out of order because he's interrupted. The gentlelady's not recognized. You're not recognizing my time. He has not said that. What he has said is he's not going to reveal his source. And the fact that Democrats are pressuring him to do so is such a violation. We're asking him about his conversations with Musk. Has not yielded you time. You don't. Get I have to not just yielded talk over time her. to okay. anybody. I want to. Recall. All right, that's enough. <laughs> what? That, that is your, that is your government at work. So during Trump, remember during Trump's presidency, there were leaks, there were allegations, there were whatever every day. No matter how ridiculous it was, they always hid behind an uh, an unnamed source, an anonymous source. Mm-hmm. A lot of it turned out to even not even be true. But when they do it, mm-hmm. well, that's the shield that that enables journalists to get to the the bottom of things mm-hmm. and and that's all that's holding our our republic together is the freedom of the press in which journalists are not forced to reveal who's giving them information okay i uh break stories from time to time here i give information that comes from people especially inside the the state house or other areas or agencies of government totally down with that respect it let's go but then you don't get to say well when it's our guy well, it's an anon- anonymous source. Well, who is it? Well, I'm not going to tell you. Okay, great. That's wonderful. You're saving the republic. But then when it's their guy, well, I can't believe you won't tell me your source. And if you're not going to say that this guy isn't your source, then he must be the source. He must be it. Well, are you concerned at all that they seem to be fighting more about yielding the time than getting down to information? Uh, again, Casey, and we're going to go into this later. Robert's the, Rules of Parliamentary Procedure! Casey, I'm going, we're going to go into this later uh, because I subjected myself to about an hour and 15 minutes of this last night. You cannot make up how stupid some of these people are <laughs> in elected office. And I'm talking at all levels. And we played the clips yesterday of Rashida Tlaib having no idea who Ben Bernanke is. Mm-hmm. These people in elected office, state, local, federal, you name it, they are some of the dumbest people alive. They don't read. They don't understand. They don't comprehend. I mean, they are they are just dumb people. And order, rules of order, parliamentary procedure, organized society, they don't give two craps about any of that. Out the window. Okay, so what was her name, Sylvia? Sylvia Garcia. Some, Sylvia Garcia. Sylvia's mother. So she's on nothing. The, I get nothing. I don't. I don't know that. What? Song. Sylvia's mother. The same guys that the uh the same guys that did the uh mm-hmm. uh oh dap 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 don't touch me. What was? Oh hell! Now we got to go to break. So Where's I Kevin other, when we need him? <laughs> uh, oh Sylvia's mother. I'm gonna look it up real quick. All I know is Sylvia who's saying nobody. You're nobody calling. No today. wait. You uh hang on here. Wait. Sylvia wait, wait. Garcia. She's on the House Weaponization Committee. She is the one trying to 
find out what happened with the Twitter files. And she's asking Matt Taibbi who Barry Weiss was. And she didn't know. Like, if you don't know who the players are, why are you sitting on this committee? Do a little research before you walk into the room and start asking condescending questions. Dr. Hook in the Medicine Show! Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Friday, welcome to it. It's 9.42 with Kendall and Casey. Casey, when we come back. Yeah. uh, Dealer's Choice. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to epically rage about the meeting I went to last night, or do you want to save that for later and then talk about how IQ scores are dropping across the nation? Your choice. Because they both apply together. It's basically the same thing. It's the same story. Yes, I'll let you choose during the break. Okay, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning, 947. It's Kendall and Casey <laughs> on 93 WIBC. Is this what I think it is? I think it is. It certainly is. Sylvia. Oh, no. <laughs> Sylvia's busy. Kylan, you're quick on that yeah, one. very good. Good for you. Okay, so when we went to break, I gave you Dealer's Choice. Yeah. Were we going to talk about IQs dropping across the nation? <laughs> or were we, gonna, were we going to talk about the IQs of zero mm-hmm. that I observed last night at the uh, Brownsburg Town Council meeting? Yeah. And we were going to go with the IQs dropping to zero, even though they're basically a related story. Mm-hmm. But then Nigel texted and was emphatically saying, I'm in my car. Give me something good to listen to. I want to hear you rant. Yeah. So we're going to go with that. Nigel spun the wheel and he picked. So uh, this and these these stories, we do them even because they're in my town. So I go to these meetings, but they're happening everywhere. The, these, the behavior, the actions, the just total lack of inquisitiveness or caring or accountability from elected people with your money is happening all across central Indiana. And we are in, and I know, I know I used this term before, but we are in an absolute crisis of leadership in this country because we have incredibly, I mean, incredibly low IQ, stupid people who oftentimes don't know what they're reading if they even try to read it. And then they don't know how to process it. And you get unelected bureaucrats, town, city managers, whatever, who are calling shots. And because those people sit up there because they're intellectually incapable of the creativity and thought process necessary to do things that are right for the taxpayer, they don't want to look stupid. So they just go, oh, okay. (laughs) And it was on full display last night. Mm -hmm. And the the only- This was at the Brownsburg Town Council And I told these people at the end of the meeting, the only thing I have- for your pathetic behavior and abuse of my finances is my little platform that I have here. Mm -hmm. So this is my therapy session. So I hope the tens of thousands of people who listen to us every day Mm -hmm. will indulge me for a minute or two for my own therapy session because there's no other way. And most people don't have a platform to hold these people accountable. So I do. So nah, 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 nah. So they... How that for professionalism? That, that, I'm, I'm glad you got that off your chest. So, so what happened? So there, this is a long, complex thing, which I'm not going to go into the detail on because it doesn't matter. But there, there, there's something presented in front of them involving the fire department, the fire territory. Mm-hmm. And before the meeting, I'm reading this. Keep in mind, I've been out of this for seven years, Casey. Yeah. But if I can casually look at something just based on an agenda item and the description of it and go, ooh, 
that has the potential to be really bad for the taxpayers. And I'm making zero and just looking at the agenda the day of or the day before it comes out. Mm -hmm. Then the people who are paid tens of thousands of dollars a year who just gave themselves a raise because they're supposedly working so hard. Remember we talked about it. They gave mm -hmm. themselves the big raise. Mm -hmm. Should actually be able to do the work that I can do in about 20 minutes. Yeah. So I get up there at the, before the meeting and uh, I said, look, these things are on your agenda. I really think that before you vote on this, you should figure out whether that's going to be a tax increase mm -hmm. on the people of the community and tell us how much, how much, and what are you going to do with the extra money that you're confiscating? Now, the mistake I made, Casey, was <laughs> operating from the standpoint, because they're all supposedly five Republicans, that if they understood it wasn't going to be a tax increase, it was going to be a tax increase, that they would do the Republican Party platform, which has not raised the taxes. Mm -hmm. That was the egregious mistake I made, which was assuming that these five clowns, if they understood it was going to be a tax increase, wouldn't raise the taxes. Mm -hmm. So... The consultant guy that they've hired gets up there and they're asking him questions. And then finally, in a random, confused, accidental act of government accountability, one of them goes, hey, is this going to be a tax increase? And the guy goes, I don't know. <laughs> what was the consultant hired for Well, then? that's a great question. And how much did he cost? I don't know. So the guy goes, I don't know. He goes, it could be a tax increase. Maybe. It could not be a tax increase. Oh. And then they go, well, how would we know? He goes, well, you don't. It all depends on how much the town grows next year. Okay. So if there's X amount of revenue that comes in, uh -huh. it could be a zero tax increase. But if X amount of growth doesn't happen, which, Casey, I don't know if you've looked at the economy right now mm -hmm. and the interest rates and everything else, <laughs> probably not great to bet on overwhelming growth. It could be $80 or more a year in tax increases. So I'm thinking, all right surely these guys have just heard what we have all heard, which is, we don't know yet. Mm -hmm. Why don't we just wait? Surely they're going to do the right thing. I mean, they've right. heard directly. We don't know yet. Yeah, we can't tell you. And within two minutes... They took a vote. Let's vote! Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. And did it pass? Un uh, 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 unanimously, yes. Unanimously? Unanimously. But wait! There's more. There's more. <laughs> There's more. Later in the meeting, they decided one tax increase potentially wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. We've got to do it again. And they decided, in the words of the town council president, Travis Tashane, who couldn't run a Wendy's if his life depended on it, but desperately wants to be a state representative someday. I know because he told me one time. Mm. He said people need to pay their fair share. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought it was like at a, a World Wrestling Federation event, and it was the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's going to pay. Mm -hmm. He said because people need to pay their fair share, the town voted to enact what will likely be a more than $2,000 tax increase on every new home built in the town of Brownsburg. What? So if you're going to build a new home in Brownsburg, it just got like $2,000 more expensive. And they're questioning whether the city will have growth or not. Exactly. So the one, the one tax increase depends on not being a tax increase if you get excessive growth like they just have had because of interest rates being zero. And now they're going to add a giant tax increase onto every new home. And I got up at the end and I said, are you going to give new homeowners like a fruit basket? 
when they come to say, welcome to town, enjoy this fruit basket, and your $2,000 tax increase. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just on new homes. People in the aged part of town like me, I guess we got off. Yeah. Now, I, I'm sure I'm giving them ideas, and I'll be next. But these are these people are five Republicans, Casey. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm telling you when I say it does not matter. Fiscal responsibility. Democrat, what? Republican, look at our state house. Look at how the Republicans there are governed. Look at these clowns last night. And I guarantee you, if you could have a lengthy conversation, it would not be an intelligent one with any of these people that they have no idea what they voted on last night. They have no idea what the impact will be. They have no idea what the ramifications. They are pulling it out of their ass and they have no idea. And it is going on at the state house. It is going on in Washington. It's the same lady who goes doesn't even know who Ben Bernanke is. It's the same people down here at the street from us who don't read anything. It's the same people last night. Will it be $80? Will it be $0? I don't know. But we got places to go, so we got to vote. We got to go. Come on. Wrap this meeting up. Our country, Casey, is so screwed because we have people making the decisions at all levels who have the intellectual curiosity and mental capability of a potted plant. Well, IQ scores in the U.S. have dropped for the first time in nearly 100 years. (laughs) And it's on full display at the town hall every second and fourth (laughs) Thursday of the month in Brownsburg. Okay, so there's uh, new research out that says each generation is supposed to be smarter than the previous one. That's known as the Flynn effect. But they found it's called the what? The Flynn effect. Okay. But they found out that is the opposite. IQ scores are dropping. Oh. And the study was done before the pandemic, meaning that it's probably even worse than we thought. (laughs) Now, I I don't know what the problem is there in Brownsburg, but according to this research, they say that it's technology. Uh Uh-huh. That we're spending too much time Mm -hmm. on our phones, our attention spans are shrinking, and it's making everybody less inclined to think deeply or to think for themselves. Now, I Or to read things (laughs) and put some some thinking into it, decipher what the words mean. Here's and here's the thing, and I got up at the end of the meeting and I said this, and I know the comments were ignored in the order in which they were received. I just do that. <laughs> I just do it now to annoy and agitate. But I said it's really easy for you guys to not give a crap about my taxes mm-hmm. because you just gave yourselves a five thousand dollar raise. Right. So whatever you raise, set. you're already coming out ahead. Yeah. But the poor, the middle class, the elderly, the fixed income people, at a time in which property taxes for everyone are skyrocketing because of the state. Uh, representatives in the state house for you guys to go maybe it'll be 80 maybe it'll zero wish us the best yeah good luck verbal reasoning visual problem solving numerical series tests all gone down 956 it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc